Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. My name is Tom Hughes, and today, via Skype, I have a guest from the great state of Texas, Nathan Jones. Nathan serves as Associate Evangelist and Web Minister for Lamb and Lion Ministries with Dr. David Reagan, reaching out to the nearly 3 billion people accessible over the internet with the good news of Jesus Christ. And Nathan can be found growing and developing Lamb and Lion Ministries web ministry, authoring books such as 12 Faith Journeys of the Minor Prophets, blogging daily on the Christ and Prophecy Journal, discussing current events on the Christ and Prophecy Facebook group, producing video Q&A such as The Inbox, being interviewed on radio programs, guest hosting the ministry's television program, Christ and Prophecy, speaking at conferences and churches, and answering Bible-related questions sent in from all over the world. Uh, Nathan, it is great to have you with me. That's a lot, and, and I'm very impressed. And I've been watching your ministry and Dr. Reagan's ministry for uh, quite a number of years, and what a blessing uh, your ministry has been to me. And uh, so welcome here to the program. We're in California. You're in Texas, and uh, truly a blessing. But today we're going to be talking about anti-Semitism. And we see a lot of things that are going on regarding anti-Semitism. In fact, just recently, I believe it was uh, earlier in August, it was August 6th this happened, or August 5th. It was on Saturday, August 5th in Chicago that the Democratic Socialist of America voted to approve a motion endorsing the boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement against Israel. And one of the things that uh, they were doing there was a chant. And I've heard this chant before coming from people in the Palestinian area, uh, from Hamas and also from Iran and some of the radicals in Iran. What the crowd chanted was this, and you can see it on video also. But from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. So the river refers to the Jordan River. And the sea refers to the Mediterranean Sea. But I look at that, and uh, is that about the annihilation of the Jews? Well, Pastor Tom, first, thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Uh, I sound exhausted after you read my bio. I couldn't say it's only second to what a pastor does. Uh, but let, let's talk about the Jews, because uh, the, Israel is God's prophetic time clock. It, you watch Israel, you know how Bible prophecy will play out. And when you talk about anti-Semitism, that hatred of the Jewish people, that isn't a, a modern-day phenomenon. That goes all the way back to a blood feud between two brothers, Ishmael and Isaac. Abraham has, was promised by God to have a son through Isaac and then through Jacob that he would bless a particular group of people, the Jewish people throughout history. They would bring the Word of God, to the, they would bring the Messiah, and they would bring God's promises of his kingdom to earth. And through them, the world would be blessed. But ever since then, uh, his brothers and cousins, Ishmael and Esau and others, those people groups, which are now the Arabs today, continue to hate the Jewish people for feeling that their birthright was usurped. And that hatred has spread throughout the world through, it's a satanic hatred, where even all the Gentiles of the world too now hate the Jewish people. So when I look at this, you say it's satanic, so we put it into the spiritual realm of things that are going on. Uh, we know certain things from reading the Bible. It appears that Iran, for example, has the prince of Persia uh, that oversees Iran, at least back in the times of Daniel. Michael the archangel being the overseer of the Jews yeah. and the, the nation of Israel. 
So you look at that, there's a spiritual battle that is behind the scenes that we can't see with our physical eyes, but nevertheless, it's very real. And Nathan, this is really bothersome to me because that chant came from the Democratic Socialist group. But what's happened... Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, socialist right there. So anything yeah, that's humanism or humanism-based is satanic. It's that old lie from the Garden of Eden, you will become like gods, and that's what humanism is. It's a, a self-worship of humanity that Satan feeds us. Well, you can't have Christ ruling the world through a priestly remnant, the Jewish people, and still have humanism at the same time. So humanism, like you said, is a satanic religion. Even though humanists don't believe in Satan publicly, it is a, as Ephesians tells us, there's a spiritual battle going on behind the scenes of other earthly battles and the things that are going on in government and wars. Well, this is going to derail us for just a second, but since you brought up the humanism and so forth, uh, when I look at Bible prophecy, it, and it appears that it's coming the time, according to Isaiah chapter 28, that Israel's leaders, the Jewish leaders, the rulers of the Jews at, at the time of the end, are going to enter into an agreement, as Isaiah writes, a, uh, a covenant with Shul, because there's a scourge that is coming upon them. And really, it's a humanist agreement. It is a, God, you're not invited to the party agreement. It's man-centered. As Israel had looked to the Egyptians one time when Assyria was threatening them back in the days of, of Isaiah, instead of looking to God, it appears that what's going to happen is the Jews, until their hearts are turned to the Lord, are going to look to the human uh, uh way of fulfilling their own peace plan and, and bringing about the solution that they think is going to bring them peace. Am I right? You're absolutely right. And it all goes back to three promises that God made. Actually, more than promises, they're covenants. For one, there's the first was the Abrahamic covenant you find in Genesis 15, that through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who was called Israel, a everlasting covenant where the whole land of Canaan, where they would dwell as a foreigner, would be an everlasting possession for their descendants. In other words, the land of Israel is owned by the Jews forever. There was then the land covenant made in Deuteronomy 4, where the land covenant promised that Israel would become the prime nation of the world if the Jews were obedient to God. Now, that was a conditional covenant. And then third, there's the Davidic covenant in 2 Samuel 7, that through the line of David, the Jewish people, a Messiah would come to rule the world. So we have the Abrahamic covenant, the land covenant and the Davidic covenant. Now, the Abrahamic covenant and the Davidic covenant are everlasting, they're unconditional, but the land covenant was conditional on the fact that the Jewish people stayed in belief. Now, obviously the Jewish people didn't. They were exiled not once in 586 BC, but twice in 70 AD. But Isaiah 11 promises that the Lord would regather them a second time and bring them back to Israel and through a furnace or a crucible, so to speak, of the world on them, and as you mentioned, the Antichrist covenant with them, where he will get the whole world to try to destroy the Jewish people. A remnant will come out who will believe in Jesus as Savior, who will recognize the Messiah when he returns, and they will shout, Baruch Abah Hashem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that's when a believing remnant of Jewish people will be a fulfillment of all three covenants, and Jesus Christ will rule the world from Jerusalem, and the Jewish people will be a priestly people all the world. Satan hates that. He's trying everything he can do to destroy it, and that's where we get anti-Semitism. So speaking of Satan hating that, 
Uh, from my understanding of Bible prophecy, it also appears that Satan's thoughts along everything that you're saying, because the Lord will return, and that remnant of Jews will be believers in him. Agree wholeheartedly with everything you said, but it appears that from reading the Bible, that if Satan can eliminate all of the Jews, completely annihilate them from this earth, then the Messiah doesn't have the Jewish people to return to that remnant of Jews that you just spoke of. Is that correct? Excellent point. And really, Satan ought to be the most frustrated individual ever throughout human history because every time he has attacked the Jewish people through pogroms and exile and persecution and blood libels and, and uh, you name it, uh, the uh, what's the Spanish Inquisition, the, the Holocaust, every time Satan has tried to eradicate the Jewish people, God turns what man means for evil into good. Like, for instance, the result of the Holocaust was that in 1947, the UN partitioned and gave the land back to the Jewish people to allow them to have a state again. So the Jewish people are actually today, as prophecy, prophecy, prophecy prophesied, they are being regathered back into the land of Israel as God promised. But they will also start inheriting the rights to the land as they become more obedient to God. And there's a series of prophetic wars coming that will be the crucible that will bring a believing remnant out of the Jewish people. I find that really fascinating. Uh, on uh, My trips to Israel, been there many times, and, and each time I go, it seems that what I've seen from the Jewish people in Israel is different than the Jews living in the United States as a, in the general sense. And mm -hmm. each time I've seen a progression of Jews, more and more Jews gathering at the Wailing Wall, uh, more and more Jews that seem to be fervent in their prayers. And I am also hearing Jewish music. I, I'm hearing a messianic music, of course, for those Jews who are believers in Yeshua, but also yes. even music coming from uh, Jerusalem and, and all over Israel from Jews that live there that are not yet believers in Christ as the Messiah. However, their songs, you can read the English translations, their songs are very similar. They're, they're straight out of the book of Psalms. They're straight out of the Bible, just like the songs we sing are. And I find this interesting. You talk about them pressing toward obedience, and I find this fervency. There seems to be some kind of an awakening that's taking place, although at least a, a, maybe a, a waking up, a slow waking up, but ultimately, would you say that that real waking up is going to come during the tribulation period? Is that when the remnant is drawn out? Yeah, uh, we've interviewed quite a number of Messianic Jews who are, have ministries in Israel, like Avi Mizraki of the Geet Ministries, who work in Israel. He's particularly in Tel Aviv, bringing the gospel to Jewish people. And the stories are amazing. Jewish people are coming to know the Lord by the tens of thousands. Wow. A few decades ago, as you've seen, probably almost no Messianic Jews now there's tens of thousands of Messianic Jews. But overall, what he tells us is that the Jewish people are mostly humanistic. A whopping 85% of the people living in Israel, the 6 million Jews in Israel, of the 12 million that are around the world, are still humanists. They still do not follow the Lord God. Now we read in Ezekiel 38 and 39, as the dry bones of Ezekiel's vision, that in other words, the, the nation of Israel coming back from the dead, they're back from the dead, but they don't have their spirit yet. And we read that uh, a number of countries, Russia, Iran, Turkey, and uh, this outer ring of Islamic countries will come to attack Israel with such an overwhelming force that Israel have no way which they could defend them. God, we read, steps in, supernaturally defeats these enemies with fire 
and hail and the enemies turn on each other and earthquakes. And there we find out that the Jewish people give their hearts back to God, but not to Jesus Christ. It takes the events that follow the seven-year tribulation to get the Jewish people to finally accept Yeshua as Messiah. I find all of it so fascinating. Uh, so <laughs> when we look at it with everything you said, you, you, would, you would say then that first the Jews are gathered back together in unbelief, which is where they are now, but the Absolutely time is right. coming when they will be there in belief. But right now it's unbelief. And, and we are watching Jews gather from all over the world, it appears. In fact, I found this just came out of Venezuela. This article uh, was from Times of Israel reported, G Jews are fleeing Venezuela amid growing political violence. So we're watching what's happening with Venezuela with the crash of their economy and so forth. I don't know if the Jews are being blamed for the crash of the economy like happened in Germany in the past, but I know that tends to be one of the ways that that Jews are blamed, but we're watching that. So going back to the covenant, the land covenant, uh, Deuteronomy, based upon your obedience. If you're obedient to me, I will bless you, God says. If you're disobedient, I'll curse you. And he says one of the ways God said in Deuteronomy that the Jews would be cursed is I will scatter you, and everywhere I scatter you, you will become a byword. And <laughs> I, I look at the God says you'll become a byword, and it appears that has what happened that's anti-semitism the jews have become a byword throughout the world but god's going to gather them back so do you think that god is using the anti-semitism in places like venezuela europe and so forth to drive the jews back to israel well like we said earlier what man for evil means for evil god means for good like you said deuteronomy 28 and 29 was moses's last message to the jewish people and he said, if you follow the Lord and love him with all your heart, you will be blessed. And he gives this long list of blessings, good crops, good land, no wars, no famines. You'll, you'll get along with your neighbors. But if you disobey me and you chase after other gods, you will get famines and wars and upheavals. And if you continue, you will be exiled out of the land. And you, like you said, your, their name would be a byword to the world. And since 70 AD, the Jewish people's name has been looked at as disgust. They've been blamed for everything from the Black Death of the 1300s to the economic collapse of Germany. And typical, as Venezuela starts collapsing economically, it's not socialism which is to blame, which is what is to be blamed, but they are starting to blame the Jewish people as well. And wherever you see persecution of the Jewish people, you see plane loads of Jewish people flying to Israel, going home to Israel. So most definitely, yes. God uses the anti-Semitism, the persecution of the Jewish people to regather them back to the land. Now, we talked about the Ezekiel 38 and 39, that Gog and Magog war. Another end result of that is that all the Jewish people of the world will return to Israel as a result of that war. So of the millions of Jews living here in the United States and Florida and New York City and Philadelphia and all, after that war, they will leave too, whether they feel Israel safe to go to or because anti-Semitism will grow exponentially in the United States, time will tell. Well, Nathan, we're all out of time for this program, uh, but I want to pick up here with the next okay. program for next week. But, but uh, this is what I want to look at, Nathan. I want to look at what's going to happen with anti-Semitism in the United States to do okay. just what you said, drive Jews into Israel, uh, of course, with the Ezekiel 38 war you mentioned, but then also what's happening within the church, because what is happening within the church people who claim to be followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
to me is shocking and somewhat appalling, but anti-Semitism has deep roots within the church, and I think that we need to be awake to this and realize what is really going on. Listen, we're going to be back next week with my guest, Nathan Jones, but right now I want to encourage you to go to our website, endtimestv.org, and click on the Know Jesus section in, in case you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would come to a place of having a relationship with Him. But one more thing, also I want you to go to Lamb and Lion Ministries and check out there all of the material that Nathan Jones and also Dr. David Reagan have on this very subject that we are talking about today. Uh, both of our ministries have wonderful videos, articles you can read. Dr. Reagan and Nathan have many books on theirs as we do. But until next week, God bless. Thank you.